Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands vote for change. My tongue sings the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hold hands as we make a start. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to our esteemed listeners of Voice of the Cape on our show, Born to Serve, Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM, with your host, Muhammad Sheikh. And alhamdulillah, we are absolutely honored and delighted to have a great and illustrious scholar in amongst our Western Cape, uh, in our Western Cape province and nationally, somebody who's been serving the community of the Western Cape for very long, somebody who's instrumental in uh, the ta'wa, in ta'lim, and inspiring communities in our region. And alhamdulillah, we have none other than uh, Mulana Abdurrahman Khan with us in studio, uh, who is also the founding director of Darut Turath al-Islami, and as well as a senior lecturer at the prestigious institute Darul Uloom al-Arabiya al-Islamiya in Strand, as well as the co-imam of Masjid al-Rahmah in Garlandale. Mulana Abdurrahman Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Everything is well with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallah khair so much for joining us today on Born to Serve. And uh, we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you richly for dunya wal akhirah. Amin ya rabbal alamin. May Allah reward us all. Alhamdulillah. So, Mulana Sab, to begin our um, interview today, inshallah. Basically, we'd like Mulana to take us through Mulana's journey in childhood in terms of growing up, the little steps and um, upbringing, etc. Khair, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam. In all honesty, Shaykh Muhammad, I don't feel that there's much that I could share with regards to my, with regards to uh, myself, but uh, if I if I could begin speaking about the uh, perhaps the du'as and the the care that my parents showed in the mm-hmm. in my in my upbringing and that of my siblings, uh, you know, through the grace of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we had a, a a mother that was very particular in ensuring that Quran is recited daily within our home. Very particular in ensuring that a recitation from a particular hadith text would take place within our home on a daily basis specifically the Fadal al-Amal I make reference to over here and mm-hmm. barely a day in my youth would go by without these two functions reciting Quran between Maghrib and Aisha and reading from that particular book and uh, uh, one cannot and all our listeners you know the reality is that we can never show enough gratitude mm-hmm. and thanks to our parents may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them Greatly in this world and the next, Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. So uh, it goes without saying that my first teachers would have been my my parents, my father, brother, uncle Jumanna Khan, and my mother, sister, mm-hmm. auntie Wasila Khan. MashaAllah, MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, truly inspirational. You know, um, it's always, always um, remarkable to see that, uh, you know, when we recollect and uh, recall our thoughts of growing up and our parents being our first teachers, it really uh, creates a spark in our hearts of, of, of uh, dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them with the goodness of this dunya and in the akhirah. As a young child, what were your dreams and aspirations uh, growing up? 
I think very much and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best but I feel that uh, my father had a plan for me mm-hmm. and uh, my plan wasn't necessarily the same as his and uh, my father had this had this very indirect way subtle way of getting his plan across to me and he would you know generally would just pass the pass a gesture and you know suggest something and say something in in, in, in while, while passing by that inshallah one day you're going to memorize the Quran and inshallah one day you will become a scholar and inshallah one day you will do this and yes. initially when hearing these things I might not have been attracted but you know it's as if one is brainwashed and I don't think one should consider brainwashing when it comes to good things a bad thing brainwashing mm-hmm. when it comes to Allah and Allah's deen and his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a beautiful thing and uh, perhaps that was my uh, upbringing not necessarily inclined in this way but through the encouragement and the constant uh, advice and 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 targheeb uh, mm-hmm. from from the side of my parents this is essentially that uh, this is what essentially paved the pathway for me to eventually begin memorizing the Quran and thereafter Studying this beautiful religion, this beautiful Sharia, Masha the law of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Indeed, you know, truly inspirational. Of um, you know, building the raghba, building that um, enthusiasm, that motivation of studying Deen, of inclination towards Deen, etc. Right from uh, you know the from childhood, from adolescence, etc. Mulana, you know. Many of us think that, or we hear lots of our senior um, parents and senior, uh, you know, uh, folks of society, they tell us that the seeds of success are usually planted as early as one's childhood. Now, what factors do you think are important for leadership molding during this developmental stage of life? Um, uh, I suppose to take it back to, to take it back to, uh, early early youth uh, Shah Muhammad mm-hmm. what exactly within early youth drived one towards playing a role of leadership Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best we till today we're praying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us leaders and uh, praying praying to become a leader is not something which is far-fetched is, it is something which is encouraged within the hadith and the, Qur- the Quran and the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us leaders of the faithful as the dua comes in one of the verses of the glorious Quran but I think I think that what what perhaps did it for me was the great emphasis that my my father in particular would place on calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. da'wah mm-hmm. ila Allah subhanahu, subhanahu wa ta'ala. ta'ala and I think that uh, if a individual develops a true drive to connect mm-hmm. people to Allah to call to Allah and then also the, the idea of my father opening up one's vision not to a particular city or to a particular country right. but how one could see the globe as one and how one could have an impact on the globe mm-hmm. I think these might have been certain things that perhaps broadened one's vision and perhaps instilled within oneself uh, some basis even though some basis to 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 drive and served as an impetus for one to 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 desire to become a leader of sorts may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from such leaders amin ya rabbal alamin amin ya rab uh, fellow listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, you are speaking with none other than Fadila to Sheikh Abdul Rahman Khan, who is very well known, who is a very illustrious scholar in our Western Cape region as well as nationally and internationally. Sheikh does being a leader mean being a follower? Many people who understand leadership think that leadership is always about, uh, you know, seeking power or seeking superiority in a community or being the person who, you know, um, uh, is the chief or the chair. What, what, does, what does leadership truly mean in your sight? 
Uh, I think you, the, the point, the question is a point, in a, a point in itself and the point that you're making, Sheikh Muhammad, is a very important one. Leadership within Islam is all about uh, how great a follower you are mm-hmm. of the pious, how great a follower you are of, you are of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. And that is something that cannot be ignored when we're speaking about leadership within mm-hmm. an Islamic paradigm. No. It's all about how I am following the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The closer and the more I bring of his sunan, of his way, of his directives in no. my life, the greater leader I become. And thus the most successful leaders would be those who are closest to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in terms of their way, in terms of their conduct, in terms of their character if I may perhaps digress a bit over here Mm -hmm. you know I've always made this point we we looked at one of the uh, you know if I shift now out of the Islamic paradigm Mm -hmm. just leaders in the globe uh, Muslim and non-Muslim alike in South Africa we have this tendency to look at uh, Mr. Nelson Mandela and we see him to be this great leader and Mm. the reality is that uh, one of the most attractive things about Mr. Nelson Mandela Mm -hmm. was that uh, he had beautiful manners he had beautiful ways he had good character Uh, uh, he smiled when he met people and people felt very comfortable in his in his company mm-hmm. and I, I think that if I look at Mr. Nelson Mandela despite the fact that they had no Iman mm-hmm. you know the Kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you know to the best of our knowledge did not no. penetrate his heart and therefore he was not a believer no. but what I see within him is that he took a point zero one percent of the way and conduct and character of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and because of that conduct that he had mm. he, he became one of the greatest leaders and most successful leaders that the world has ever seen uh, and 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 to me to me it's if that was the success that he was able to achieve within his lifetime despite mm. the despite the fact that conditions were against him within our country on account he achieved that success mm-hmm. because he implemented some of the character of Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his life imagine what you and i believers in the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah People who carry this kalima in their heart Imagine if we were to adopt the character of the Prophet So coming back to your original question I believe that very much the greater follower you are of the Prophet The greater leader you you will be It's not about being creative It's not about being innovative mm-hmm. It's all about how much can I stick to his way And to his teachings Sallallahu Subhanallah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make us true followers of the beloved sunnah Of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The Cape 91.3 FM Stereo Born to serve My eyes see injustice My hands work for change My tongue sing the song Welcome back to Born to Serve on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Before the break, we listen to part one of our Khalifa profile of the week. We continue with that interview. Mulana Saab, you know, 
let us maybe shift focus a little bit to Molana's involvement in um, the Western Cape. And in particular, we'd like to highlight the, the great and wonderful service which Molana is rendering to our community in the Western Cape by means of this um, wonderful organization of DTI, Dar al Islami. What, tell, us, tell us a little bit more about the organization. What inspired you to, you know, um, be, being the founding member of, the, of this in, uh, entire organization? What drives you to such, such a beautiful service to Deen? Um, the Institute Dar al-Turath al-Islami is something that came about after studies and uh, even though studies continue to this present day and will continue till the till, till, our, till our last breath I mean Ya Rabbil Alameen and uh, uh, if, you, if you would allow me Sheikh Muhammad before actually coming to Dar al-Turath al-Islami I think it's somewhat important to have a bit uh, you know to appreciate a the background towards Dar al-Turath al-Islami mm-hmm. I, I was fortunate to have studied and the Quran under a number of teachers. Originally, no. I studied, studied under personalities such as uh, Sheikh Sulaiman Benjamin. I began okay. memorizing the Quran, and someone like Malna um, Adil Johar, among other teachers. May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala reward them all. Amen. But my oh. ultimate teacher, under whom I studied the glorious Quran and memorized it, was our teacher and uh, another legend, another legend within our community, uh, Sheikh Al Qari Ismail Lant. And uh, those were perhaps, you know, the 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 best years of my of my life attending the Portland's Masjid just dedicating yourself to reciting the Quran mm-hmm. the book and word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, days that that one will, will never forget and I'm sure my colleague and every other health student mm-hmm. that is listening to this program they can definitely relate when I say that those days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala afforded us to leave home in the morning wake up with no other concern but to present a lesson that you memorize from the glorious Quran and thereafter to revise verses of the glorious Quran that in itself is such a great favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we pray that Allah grants all our listeners that opportunity to spend time and dedicate their lives just to the recitation and memorization of the glorious Quran and uh, Shaykh Ismail of course would be a a personality that had a, a great impact you know, on on my life, he is someone that, and this was actually, you know, uh, one of one of the wisdoms of my father when he actually sent me to Sheikh Ismail, and yeah. I, I I I want our parents to 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 perhaps as as best as possible, mm-hmm. pay heed to the to the to these words and and try your best to select good teachers for your for your children. My, my father's words was that forget about memorizing the Quran if Abdul Rahman could, but benefit from the character of Sheikh Ismail then it would be a great thing Allah. you know and that that exactly i think a, a part of my molding came from that training of sheikh ismail if i if i was to have the first if i was to speak about a a sheikh of tarbi of nurturing then mm-hmm. sheikh ismail would definitely be one of the first people that played a role of nurturing and tarbiya with within my life from there and uh, from there and remember we're trying to sketch a background to the mm-hmm. organization the Darut Turath al Islam Institute uh, from there it was you know as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed that I joined the madrasa in the strand the Darul Ulum al Arabiya al Islamiya you know there were other options for me studying abroad was an option and studying at different other institutes was an option and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned it such that I was to 
meet another great personality, another legend, a giant, someone that is not only well known within this province or within this country, but someone that is known internationally for his for his for his for his for his vast knowledge of the religious sciences. And uh, you know, to, to I, I didn't intend sharing this, but the person I refer to, and many of you would know, is my teacher and our Sheikh Molana Taha Karan. And uh, the amazing thing was that uh, my, during that time when I was somewhat undecided where to study, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored me that I actually dreamed that I was studying with Munata Karana more than more than one occasion. And for me, it was sort of, that was like, you know, the final nail in the coffin that my Allah destiny is to attend the Du'ay Darul Ulum al Arabiyyah Islamiya Institute. And the, the extent that I benefited from Allah can really, can really not, cannot be, cannot be mentioned to this very present day and every other teacher at our Alhamdulillah I eventually started teaching at the Darul Ulum of Mulna Taha Karan yeah. and every other teacher that is there will be a testimony to what I say he is an individual and a personality that is so driven when it comes to ilm when it comes mm-hmm. to knowledge when it comes to research when it comes to studying when it comes to reading he is someone who would spend nights awake in his library Allah, just Allah. just reading and even falling asleep at times in his library waking up for Fajr and praying at the Madrasa and he just so engrossed in this beautiful legacy and he's truly a source of inspiration a person that had a, a major impact on on my life and after graduating from the uh, Darul Ulum al Arabiya al Islamiya you know through the blessings and then of course I one cannot I cannot ignore the fact that there are other teachers at the Darul Ulum as well and I yes. prefer not to mention names in case fearing that I might leave someone's name out all the teachers at the institute past and present I consider my colleagues all of them to be my teachers may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them greatly uh, coming out of the Darul Ulum mm-hmm. graduating looking at the situation in the, the, the public coming down to grassroots levels one realizes that there's such a big gap there's mm-hmm. such a big gap that, that that has to be bridged between yes. the community the working mm-hmm. community no. and a Darul Ulum such as our institute in the strand no. you know we are we are reading works of of, of books such as the Mughni al-Muhtaj of Khatib mm-hmm. Ashirbini which is a commentary on the Minhaj al-Talibin of Imam Nawa we're reading works of Imam al-Suyuti such as the Ashbaw al nadair and we're reading Al-Imam al-Shatibi's Muwafaqat and we're reading some texts that you know truth be told that certain Islamic universities within the world today wouldn't even come close to teaching the nature of the text that we were busy studying at the Tarulum in the Strand and uh, after being engaged, after being introduced to this rich legacy to higher Islamic education coming back into a community one just sees that there's such a big gap where's the bridge and and, and the Cape Town community uh, there's, there's really one who, who really looks at this community will notice mm-hmm. that there's a revolution of sorts taking place there's just an amazing drive and eagerness within people to increase in, in knowledge in Islamic so religious far, knowledge mm-hmm. and uh, the Darutturath al-Islami Institute was established for that very reason bridging the gap facing a reality that most Muslims living in our community mm-hmm. do not have the luxury of attending a full-time institute most so Muslims in our Allah. community despite the desire within their hearts mm-hmm. they, they have to work they have to put food on the table yes. their circumstances don't allow them mm-hmm. to study full-time and Darut Turath is there to fill that gap to say to the working class person the person who is unable to attend a full-time no. institute here we are we are offering you education on a part-time basis through no. our various platforms, our part-time Arabic Islamic education, our Mm. ilm-intensive courses that would take place at Masjid al-Rahmah, our 
our, our publishing house, our bookstore. It's all mm-hmm. about how education can be made available to the masses and how you can achieve what is achieved at the full-time institute mm-hmm. through part-time study. And this is really the, the focus behind the Darut Turat al-Islam Institute. There's, there's one last thing that I need to mention if you allow me, Shia Muhammad. Another very important element of the Darut Turat and you know, it's, uh, it's good that we can somehow focus on this now is that another aim of the Darut Turat al-Islam Institute is how we can bring about uh, love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, true wa ta'ala. love, how we can bring about love for the final messenger, Habibuna Muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. And uh, the idea here really, what I refer to when I speak about love for Allah and his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is, is spirituality, how we can uh, alongside while growing in knowledge, in ilm, in knowing our deen better, how we can at the same time draw closer to Allah, how we can become better Muslims, how we can become replicas of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, this, uh, a lot, a lot of this feeling came about when I met another great personality that had an impact on my life, and that would be our teacher and Sheikh Allama Al Habib Omar bin Muhammad bin Salim bin Hafiz, a person that really, from the day I, I met him, had a had an impact on my heart and somehow changed my my focus in life to a to a certain extent. And uh, a person who just by spending time in his company, one feels spiritually uplifted one feels mm-hmm. closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if I if I imagine that I knew what it means to love Allah always Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prior to meeting Sayyid Habib Umar then it was it was false and it could not have been true because he introduced a love for Allah that is something that was definitely unknown to me and I refer to myself personally and not to others over here he introduced love to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that I was definitely not aware of and and uh, thus part of the objective of the Darat Tarat al-Islam Institute mm-hmm. is bringing about that, bringing about spirituality, bringing about closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and proper emulation and following of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. Subhanallah, really, really inspirational. You know, the, the journey through Asatiza and through, um, you know, the companionship of the various wonderful scholars which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed Mulana to be in their company with. Mulana, um, I have a very. Um my eyes see injustice, my hands vote for change, my tongue sing the sorrow. Welcome back to Born to Serve on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Before the break, we listened to part one of our Khalifa Profile of the Week on our show Born to Serve, Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with your host Muhammad Sheikh. And alhamdulillah, we are absolutely honored and delighted to have a great and illustrious scholar. And alhamdulillah, we have none other than uh, Mulana Abdurrahman Khan with us in studio, who is also the founding director of Darut Turath al-Islami, and as well as a senior lecturer at the prestigious institute Darul Uloom al-Arabiya al-Islamiya in Strand, as well as the co-imam of Masjid al-Rahmah in Garlandale. Mulana Abdurrahman Sahib, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. 
Itching question. It's basically to do with something that, that, that strikes me from your personality, which we can perceive as well as our listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah, the great uh, extent of tawadu or humility which uh, Mulana expresses, alhamdulillah. And I would gather that this quality comes from interaction or from companionship with scholars and sitting physically in their company. How important is it to attain knowledge via suhbah, via companionship versus um, seeking knowledge via other technological means? I feel the element of, first I have to pray again, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, many many, many person might appear to be humble and then his humility is not based on the proper reason. Sometimes there could be insincerity in humility. Humility could be for others and not for Allah. And therefore the Prophet sallallahu he said in the alayhi hadith alayhi that man ahlillah, that person who keeps him humble for Allah, which at the same time tells you that there are those who keep them humble, but it's not truly for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we pray that Allah give grants all of us through humility Ameen, we all Ameen. lower ourselves before Allah and for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say. Ameen, Ameen. Uh, the element of suhbah and keeping the company of mashayikh uh, versus studying over the internet or taking online courses I feel is something that can only be experienced if you're not experiencing the company mm-hmm. of those who have humbled themselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are missing out and you are losing Allah. out this is something that you must have you must experience therefore when we speak about the companions radiallahu ta'ala anhum uh, it wasn't about seeing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because they were blind companions and they could not have seen him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, what made the companions his great people were they were in his company they shared his his suhba and and I'd, our, our listeners shouldn't see this to be something which is far-fetched because today scientists are speaking about the aura that exists a, 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 around an individual and how the aura of an individual could have an impact on those who are sitting with him. So and therefore, the, that, that aura is not going to jump through this microphone and the, <laughs> the aura is not going to jump through the television screen. The, the or the computer screen for that matter the, the aura is actually being with that person so and I'm, I'm not I'm not saying don't study online I'm yes. not saying don't take online yes. courses benefit as much as you can from scholars from around the globe mm-hmm. but the the ultimate is to either travel and be with them or to meet those who are close by mm-hmm. and be in the company be in the presence the the suhba of the of the mashayikh the suhba of the pious is something that every believer must take his share of it's a suhba from somebody it's a companionship mm-hmm. of somebody who received his companionship from someone who received his companionship from his teachers who received it from their teachers who received it from their teachers to the successors to the companions radiallahu ta'ala and whom received their companionship from the prophet muhammad sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam join join that chain and don't don't sever yourself from that chain of companionship subhanallah subhanallah sure Really inspirational. I'm always taken aback by our scholars. Subhanallah. You know, towards the end, it leaves me speechless by um, listening to these wonderful advices for myself, firstly, and our fellow listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape. Amalana uh, Sab, maybe perhaps, inshallah, something focused or rather shifting focus to you um, uh, personally. Is Amalana perhaps involved maybe in publishing of Islamic media via um, writing or? Um, any other ways etc perhaps linked to Darul Turath al-Islami yes uh, one of the things that our principal at the 
that the Darulum and the Manata is constantly yeah. encouraging all staff members and students to do all the time is uh, the, the the expression he he, he tends to use often is taqhidul ilm mm-hmm. you know taking knowledge and actually recording that knowledge because a person could have oceans of knowledge in his mind but if he does not he could share it via platforms of lectures and yeah. to and so forth but uh, it's not there for prosperity words mm-hmm. are uttered and then words are gone but once a person takes the pen and put pen to paper it's there for prosperity people will or people are enabled to benefit from that knowledge you know for as long as for as long as paper and ink will be found on this earth and uh, you know therefore the writing is something that the forms uh, very much part of our part of our lives currently we are working on a number of translations we have a uh, publishing house as uh, as i made reference to earlier and yeah. thus far we've published a number of works some of them would be my own writings and many of them would be writings of some of our other local mashaykh and ulama within our city yeah. as well as uh, international scholars that have written and we've somehow managed to Publish these books for them And most of our publications Could be found at our bookstore And the, the bookstore also Is a branch of the Darutur Al Islam Institute The Timbuktu bookstore In mm. Saibran Parks If you wish the, Our listeners wish to she, see Any of our publications Or writings Or yeah. works You may visit the bookstore Inshallah Inshallah Subhanallah I mean the, You know Pen is mightier than the sword Subhanallah I think uh, Our Mulan Abdurrahman And uh, you know The various other ulama Of our Western Cape region They uh, blow us away With their writings as well as with their speech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them long long lives full with afia full with um, security and safety as well as with good health inshallah to continue serving this deen Mulana sahab um, maybe a shifting focus even more deeper personally if, if Mulana would permit us subhanallah um, you know apart from being involved in various aspects of deen in various khidmat various services towards deen uh, what would Mulana consider doing or rather what would Mulana um, use any leisure time that may be available uh, what would Mulana engage in perhaps La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Subhanallah It's a very challenging question <laughs> Inshallah you don't have to spill all the all the secrets Inshallah the family don't have to <laughs> I, the, the, I, Once upon a time I remember I used to engage in certain sports and I used to find a lot of comfort in uh, spending some time on the beach and I used to go fishing with my with my uncle Naam. and uh, unfortunately time these days and when I say these days probably for the past uh, maybe seven to ten years hasn't mm-hmm. really allowed me to spend much time on the beach but uh, may, Allah, may Allah put barakah in our time Ameen, and may Allah yeah. allow us to have more light moments so that we could spend more time with the family and children uh, yes, I've tried to, to start a bit of Exercising these days MashaAllah Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grant us consistency <laughs> I mean subhanAllah Consistency in our physical health Emotional health Spiritual health In every aspect of our existence InshaAllah When Anasa We say Jazakallah khair Ahsanul jaza Great amount of shukran And thanks And uh, gratitude to you For taking the time out And uh, being part of Our wonderful program Born to Serve We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To, full, to grant your life Filled with barakah And afiyah Siha As well as Grant you the ability Maximum ability to continue serving the deen of Islam, the deen in the Western Cape nationally and internationally, inshallah. 
جزاك الله خير فيو السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته جزاك الله خير فيو شيخ محمد امين بارك الله فيك dear listeners of radio voice of the cape that was none other than our honorable illustrious scholar malana abdul rahman khan who inspired us today with his biography his um, uh, his journey towards serving the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in various communities by means of inspiring us with lectures as well as, well as publications etc may allah subhanahu Ta'ala bless him continuously. Insha'Allah, um, we'd like to go for a quick ad break and pay the bills. When we come back, we learn more about Sheikh Ahmad Didat Rahimahullah in our biography reading series. The Voice of the Cape.